0: Break their um, three-game winning streak. It was always going to be a tough one without you know without LeBron playing. Um, he was ruled out, and Chris Haynes said he would be back on Friday. A lot to get into this one. Um, Anthony Davis back, looking like a top-five guy. Um, but I think you know, I want to again just credit the coaching staff and the leadership on this team. I think again, just another night where you could have easily seen the team falter. And I think you know if this was last season. I think this game would have been a blowout pretty early. Phoenix went up by like 10 in the second quarter. And then that uh, that kind of unit with Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves, Russell Westbrook, they go on an 18-6 to run uh, to go up by, I believe they go up by four before Devin Booker hits a, a tough shot um, with the shot clock kind of, with the buzzer about to about to hit. But uh, this team is fine stuff. Uh, they're fighting. Uh, they're not quitting in games. I think Darvin Ham has the, Kind of ear of the roster, uh, he has the team playing hard or defending well. Phoenix just hit a ton of shots. I mean, I think they were fifteen for twenty eight from three just to start uh, fifteen for twenty eight from three at one at one point in this ball game and you know the Lakers defense is kind of susceptible to susceptible to hit to to take those type of jumpers. I mean, Devin Booker comes off those ball screens and it's very tough with a d at the five to kind of come out on those and I think they did as good as they could. Patrick Beverly, again, an undersized defender to throw on him. Um, but I guess, you know, we can start with that that kind of skirmish at the end. Um, and, I, you know, I thought that was important. Uh, it started, actually, with uh, Anthony Davis goes and scores over DeAndre Ayton. And then DeAndre Ayton comes on the other end and uh, scores right back on him. I think he gets a dunk uh, down low. And they're, you know, talking back and forth, which, you know, makes sense after a physical battle all night right two bigs um, both those guys just battling underneath for rebounds or you know for uh, for paint touches and for you know uh, positioning inside and you know they got into a little bit and then Austin Reeves just drives on Devin Booker um, gets to the paint goes up doesn't get the call gets hit in the face and Devin Booker kind of stands over him DeAndre Ayton ends up standing over him and then Patrick Beverly just comes in with a little forearm shove Ayton goes to the ground and, that you know, that was probably extreme. I don't think Patrick Beverly needs to do all that. But I think, you know, that was important. Uh, first of all, you can't let your teammate just get stood over like that. Um, and, you know, Austin's been playing hard. And I think Austin has, like, the love of the locker room in that sense in terms of, like, you don't want to see, see that happen. But, you know, I think you, do just, you just can kind of compare that to last season. Uh, there was none of that. You know, there was no – and I thought, you know, that skirmish kind of encapsulated the, the fight, honestly, all night. Uh, this team never quit. They never gave up. Um, and, you know, there's no moral victories. You're 5-11 now. Like, there's no moral victories. This is a still quite a hole. Like, let's not kid ourselves. That's a hell of a hole to come back from. But, you know, you don't get to that without showing some type of grit. And this could have easily been one that you just let walk away, right? Like, you go down 10, um, no LeBron. He's set to come back the next game. Like, it's, it would have been very easy to kind of just, you know, uh, unpack and, and let the lead uh, balloon. But, you know, they came back and fought. And Patrick Beverly kind of getting into it, and he didn't play well. Uh, I think, you know, his offense has really struggled. But, you know, that's kind of why you go get a Patrick Beverly. I know it's like cliche, but, you know, I thought that was important. Uh, I think, you know, there's all types of leadership styles and stuff like that. And and Patrick Beverly is a very outward guy. He's screaming out loud. And, you know, his actions are, are going to be loud um, in any way, in each, either way he plays. And, you know, he got 10 boards tonight. I thought that was important. No one other than Anthony Davis and Patrick Beverly was rebounding. And with, you know, AD kind of gobbling up the rebounds as he was, um you're not going to obviously get a bunch of people but i thought we needed kind of more help in that in that situation but you know i thought that that beginning kind of skirmish and stuff was was really important to just uh to show kind of where this team's mentality is at uh even though you know they didn't win or you know they they fought hard and again i'm not saying a a uh, you know there's there's no losses that you can be okay with right now but and there's no moral wins uh but still i just thought like you know, for victories. But I just thought, you know, that was an important kind of just moment. I think it it encapsulated how they were playing. And um, and I think, you know, that was that was big to kind of show the team is still together. And and they believe like the season still has something to kind of uh, to work with. Uh, But let's uh, let's move to Anthony Davis, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Another just big time performance, uh, 37 points, 21 rebounds. And I still think, you know, those numbers are extremely gaudy. And I still don't think they really encapsulate his dominance from from the get-go, honestly. Um, Had a kind of slow offensive start, but I think he had 10 rebounds at halftime already. Finished a minus three in the game. Uh, Again, Phoenix, I thought, was just shooting the lights out. But uh, 11 for 17, thought there were a lot of plays where we should have just gave him the ball a little bit more. Uh, A bunch of plays where we just forced shots where I thought, you know, Phoenix does a good job. DeAndre Ayton, you know, does his role really well. Um, they want to take away the role to the rim. And with the Lakers having absolutely no shooting on the floor, they're going to um, emphasize that even more uh, against a team like us. But I still thought there were a lot of plays, especially in transition. Just AD is running with the guard where he could have gotten plays. But, you know, uh, but either or, like, I thought he just was dominant in his minutes. Um, again, the 37 points and the and the 21 rebounds going to stick out, but five blocks, five steals. I mean, that's just an absurd line. 37 21 five and five that's just stuff that that's like top five little level production that's like top five level offense type of type of player and uh you know I think I look at two things with AD I think you know with his dominance we kind of um the numbers can kind of not really tell but I think number one getting to the line uh and then number two the rebounds. that to me shows like his imprint on the game the scoring kind of well will I think he's not going to score 37 tonight but I think, you know, those two things being consistent as they have been. I think he's the only player since like Elgin, Shaq, and I think Wilt to have like 35 and 15 for three straight games. Has it four straight now, uh, obviously with 37 and 21 tonight. But getting to the line, 15 for 16 from the line. And free throw shooting is really more indicative of how your touch is, how your shooting is. Um, And uh, he's been hitting them this season. I think he's at like 84% coming into this one. Obviously that'll go up. Uh, But I thought he was just incredible. Uh, and I think you know his play. Uh, whether we won tonight or not, if we if we won tonight because we hit a bunch of threes, um, I think you know I'm not saying you know a loss was was better, but I think this was a lot more important. Obviously, doing it against San Antonio, Detroit, Brooklyn that that that's one thing. I guess the Suns' teams that's good even without you know Chris Paul or Cam Johnson. Um, I still think that that's a legit team in the other end, and uh, that's the number two seed in the West, I believe, right now. Like this was a legit dominant performance um and i think uh, i think it really spells to kind of uh where the team can go and i think it should kind of spell the urgency uh of this team as well and uh again like i think he put the team on his back and you know this 80 being this good like should really uh kind of change the fortunes of how you know this team should kind of approach where they want to go where they're going to be and and what moves to make like i think if he is at this level and he's shown it for a few weeks now and We'll see if that kind of continues. But um I think, you know, his play will really kinda of tell me uh really kinda of tells me how they should approach the rest of the season. So I think he's been just magnificent. Um and there's just no words. I mean I, I, I wish they could kind of they could have got this win for him. Uh no one really else um was there, especially defensively, but you know, Lonnie Walker came through with his points and, and I thought Russell Westbrook was fine, a lot of a lot of bad decisions going to the rim, but um, Anthony, I think you're up here. I've been uh, kind of rambling. I'm, this is like the most excited I think I've been after a loss. Uh, I know they lost, but I know there's no moral victories. Where, where, What did you feel kind of about this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, basically the, the whole point of these 20 games um, mm-hmm. that, that Palenka is kind of waiting for is, is finding out what AD has in the tank, what LeBron has in the tank. And AD, th- this last week or so, has been a top five player in the league. You know, he's 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 up there again, if he's going to keep now, I don't I don't think anybody expects him to keep up 30 and 15 for the rest of the season. But but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if he's if he's capable of doing this with any regularity, that's more than we could really say that this last year or so. And um, I I just, you know, in terms of like if the Lakers were looking for, you know, like if they have like a checklist of boxes that they have to look at and get answers for before they're willing to commit to this team with those 27 and 29 picks, like one of them was, all right, well, what what are we going to get from Anthony Davis? You know, last year yeah. he kind of meandered through the first part of the season. Then he got hurt and then he came back and, and looked more explosive and then he got hurt again. Um, and both of those were kind of freak injuries that he got hurt on. But he just he never really looked quite like Anthony Davis. And he certainly didn't look the way that he's looked this last week or so. Um, and if this is the Anthony Davis that they're going to have, and if they can get LeBron to like 90 percent of of LeBron. And, you know, then then that's that's a team that I think are That's at least a, a, a pairing that I'm willing to, to commit to this season, because I, I just don't know what the alternative is. Like if they can't compete now with those guys, then what's competing yeah. going to look like when those guys are gone?
0: No, yeah. So, I think, you know, I and mean, you've been pushing the the trade thing for, for a while as well. And I said, like, this team has to show some level of competency. And I think this is kind of what I meant. Like, obviously, AD sh- throwing up these gaudy numbers, I don't think you're going to see every night. But he's been, like you said, like a top-five level guy. Like, the Suns could not get to the rim when he was on the floor. Um, He shut off the paint. They hit a bunch of jumpers, but I thought that was kind of in the scheme. Uh, But he just looked... This is the best AD has looked in two years. Like I don't think that's a Yeah. His jump his jumper Absolutely. was going as well. He hit two mid range shots the free in a row, throws. which I think the, the, the free, free throw going what yeah. is it,
1: fifteen or sixteen from the line? Like that's 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 the kind of thing that like when, when draft people study kids coming out of college, um right. the, one of the things that they really focus on is free throw shooting because that means that you're able to repeat the things that make your jumper successful and like this wasn't some outlier for for AD this no. year. He's been he's been good from the line this year, and and I, I honestly think that like his his shooting is is more of a, co- a confidence thing. And I think over the course of the year, if he keeps shooting like this from the free throw line, and then you know maybe builds that out from the mid range, and then he gets more confident being able to take threes, like that's the unicorn AD. That's <laughs> that's the special AD that like that that there just isn't an answer for. DeAndre Ayton is like he's not a bad center. Like I don't I don't think no. he really cares about Phoenix right now. Um, so I think that might be a factor but but AD had him in Alcatraz man. Like they poor Bismack Biyombo had didn't know what else to do but to just commit flagrance and somehow not get called on any of them. <laughs> um that was like yeah, I I I agree. I this is what I'm going to say on on the lowdown too. It's you know the, the Lakers record is too bad for moral victories they need actual victories um sure but one thing that you and i have really banged the drum on this year is building something right cultivating something making some progress and this is the most important place i think organizationally for the lakers to make progress is getting ad back to like unicorn ad
0: yeah and i you know i think that's kind of what we've been seeing. I don't know if the jumper will ever kind of return uh, to where it's been, but uh, in the past, but I, you know, I think this is kind of what we've been asking for. He's looked like the top five guy. And that that was like one of the check marks. I think that, and can the, can the team kind of just hold its head above water? I mean, I think five and 11, I'm not sure if that's what that is. Um, But like, can the team kind of get to some point uh, where they'll invest in it and we'll see, they said LeBron will be back Friday, and you said you know ninety percent. I'll take eighty percent, like eighty percent of actual LeBron, because I think you know this season he's really struggled on offense. But yeah. if we can get that guy um, with Anthony Davis back, man, I, I'm not saying is they're a good team yet, but you know I think I think you know they're this is the, this is the roadmap. Like those two, um, and you know well, before we get to the other guys, Andy, what do you think of the the skirmish? I I think it was I thought it was a really good thing. I think I thought like it. I know these these aren't the place for like cliches and stuff, but I, I thought you know it's it's not something we saw last year at all, um, and it was probably extreme, but you know I think I'd rather have that than than not. If that makes sense, like I'd rather have some semblance of like you can't just do that to my guy, and I think that showed like at least some type of team. You know, and Patrick Beverly's probably not the best representative to do that, <laughs> but like I'm just saying, like I think that was a good thing for the team overall. What do you what do you think of that?
1: Yeah, I thought it was good on a couple fronts. Like it got Pat out of the game for for the rest of the game, so it was you know it was a good good move there. Um, a good basketball move. Yeah, there. right. I, I I just I really disagreed with bringing Schroeder off of the bench there. I, I I was hoping that they would go to Troy Brown instead. He really struggled. It was a bad Troy Brown game. But uh, like Schroeder is just giving nothing right now. And and um, and when you have Russ out there, you don't need Schroeder to to create off of the dribble. So, but yeah, I, I just saw I. I, I you know in, in seriousness, I do actually agree that like Pat, getting in there, I think the Lakers really lack physicality um, on this roster because they are so small. Like they, they could really use like a Marquise Morris or, or mm-hmm. you know DeMarcus Cousins or a Dwight Howard, you know guys that that like when, when players drive into the basket, they knew all right, either I'm gonna make this, or I'm going to get to the line, but I'm going to feel some contact here on my way to the basket. Um, and I think the Lakers really lack that kind of presence and and yeah, it's, it's Patrick Beverly and it's shoving DeAndre Ayton in the back or whatever. And it's not like your productive type of physicality that that shows up on a basketball court. but it it does kind of like it's Reeves, right? and and this is your starting shooting guard, hopefully for the, for the yep. remainder of of the season and he had two guys like he had one guy smack him upside the face and then stand over him and then deandre ayton which i really didn't understand like he got the ball at the left wing and wandered over to to reeves and stood over him yeah and like you have two guys standing over him while reeves is like massaging his face on the floor ad's kind of like I, I didn't know if AD knew what to do there, but it was really like AD's reaction to Pat going over there and like knowing what to do was hilarious because he was like, oh, shit, where'd Aiden go? And then, <laughs> and then but yeah, I, I think it's good that, that Pat like sent that message of like, yeah, sure, we're, we're about to lose this thing or whatever, but, but what I'm not going to have is these, these two guys just kind of stand over somebody after, after a flagrant
0: foul. Yeah, like, it, it. to me, it encapsulated, like, the fight. I think they fought all game, and then, you know, we had some trash talking between AD and Aiden back and forth, and then uh, Aiden, you know, and, and Devin Booker started to, to really kind of show off and stuff like that, and, I, and you kind of get a play like that. But, yeah, I think that was great. I thought, like, it just really uh, showed a togetherness that I'm, I'm hoping kind of goes into more wins and losses um, on the scoreboard. But, uh, yeah, I thought, you know, they – that was really important. Like, I don't think we saw any of that last year. And this was a game I thought they could have really quit. Um, they were down, like, 12 early. Like, I, you know, I think it showed um, that Darvin Ham has the team kind of together. And I'm I'm hoping that continues, man. And, and we're going to see. We have some easier games coming up. But, you know, I you talked about it before. Like, Patrick Beverly extremely struggling. I love this Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker backcourt. So, like, I think that's – like, we've really, we're really starting to find, I think, stuff that goes together. And I think that's what this first kind of section of the, the season was, kind of see who should play, who shouldn't. You know, I think Kendrick Nunn, I think that's enough. Um, I think we've seen enough. Um, but Dennis Schroeder obviously has struggled. But uh, what, do you, what do you think of the Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker back? Around? Because I think that's – we're finding core of, cores of the team to kind of build with, and I think those two have, have kind of separated themselves um, so far.
1: Yeah. I, I like the, you know, look, the Lakers won Mm -hmm. faster. Right. And obviously Reeves isn't, isn't faster there. Um, but he is playing bigger. Like he is, he is willing to, to, you know, put, put defenders in jail when he turns the corner and he's willing to get a shoulder into, into guys on offense. and, And he is willing to play with that kind of physicality on offense and still try to compete, I think on defense. Um, so, I, I like that pairing. I, I, especially when LeBron is back, I think that that pairing there makes the most sense. And then, you know, from there, it just becomes a matter of like, you know, it, does this Pat need to start there? Um, is there, is, you know, does that eventually become Dennis Schroeder to, to give you a little bit more on ball creativity? Um, you know, eventually, like if Pat can't make shots or even take shots, uh, <laughs> right. I don't. I just don't see the point in having him out there. It's because it's not like he's some lockdown defender either at, at this stage of his career too. He's 34 years old. He's not exactly in his prime. So yeah, I, I completely agree that that should be the backcourt and whether it's Troy Brown at, at the wing there, or, you know, maybe eventually that the, the A trade gets made and, and they bring in a starting small forward somehow, maybe that would make the most sense there. But, but, you know, again, it's, it's a ma- it's a matter of, finding stuff to build on and this seems like one of those things that they can really build on here.
0: yeah and I you know I think those two have just played really great I thought tonight would be the biggest test uh, against a Phoenix team that's you know really good again Mikel Bridges gives everyone hell and I thought Lonnie Walker still being able to just put pressure on the rim in a way that like none of our other guards do I think that's so important I just I can't wait man I, I hope that you know we we stay with this Lonnie and Austin especially when LeBron comes back and LeBron can add another, you know, edge of physicality to that starting lineup. And we can start to build a good team, Anthony. I I think, you know, this is – we have, like, six guys or seven guys that I, like, really trust now. And I think, you know, Thomas Bryant is a part of that as well. I think he, you know, he showed that, like, he's a legit NBA rotation guy. And we're getting stuff that that starts to work. I think the Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker have been, like, a huge plus the last few games, um, especially getting, like, chemistry with AD. Uh, Russ off the bench, I think, has worked as well as it could have. Um, we're building here, and I think those and again, you're five and eleven. I, I get that we're we're not gonna we're not gonna celebrate that, but uh, I think we're we're starting to find stuff and we're getting close, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, the Lakers, obviously tonight was a game that would have been nice to win, especially given like how they competed over the course of it. Um, it just it it sucks to lose. Yeah. When it's so easily identifiable, like why they lost, you're you're not going to beat a team shooting twenty five percent from three point range and making Man. four of them yeah. over the course of the over the course of the game. You're not going to win that game. Um, so like, and and it's it's the kind of thing. Rush that, hit like, half
0: of those, by the way. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I still think like the guys in in our in our. Uh, Silver Screen Slack are, are still giving me a hard time because I still want AD to take threes. He, if he's shooting like that from the free throw line, I I do think he should take one or two threes per game. I, mm-hmm. I just that there's no reason to me like if he's if he's this capable from the three point line, there's no reason to me to, uh, other than if if it is just like a and, and we do see this sometimes where um, players will get the uh, God what's the word I'm thinking of. When Chuck Knobloch couldn't throw sight sec- from second base, uh, yips. Yep. Like when 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 a player just gets the yips and they're capable everywhere else, and they just for whatever reason freeze up when they shoot from that from 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 that range. If if that's the case here with AD, then then maybe that's what's going on. But he he looks like a he doesn't like I watched Bismack Biyombo shoot a three of a free throw today, right? <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, that guy probably shouldn't be shooting anywhere further than like inside the rim. But like AD's shot, it looks fluid. It looks like the kind of thing that you should be able to repeat from a few steps out. It's not like he's a, a weak player, right? He's a giant human being. So you're talking about six feet um, difference, stepping back to, to make that that three-pointer. It seems like the kind of thing he should be able to do. And, and um, again, it's like I'd, I would take an AD three-pointer over like a Russ three-pointer, right? And Russ is out there letting it fly, and 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 A D seems still kind of reluctant. I'd I'd like to see him fire away from there. Austin Reeves needs to to get them up at a more at a at a more generous pace than he is so far. What did he shoot? Uh yeah, one three point attempt from Austin Reeves today. Yeah, too low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's not enough. Um Walker six attempts is fine. I'm I'm cool with that. But but yeah, they just it's it's the kind of game that like you felt you felt like the Lakers could have snuck out of there with a win in yeah. this one, and shooting that poorly just ends any any conversation on that. But but look like they're sitting right now at five and eleven, yeah. and they have three games here: San Antonio, San Antonio, Indiana. Yeah. Those are all I think as Win-up close home. to must wins that you can get in November. And yep. then if you can, and then if you can wrap up, you know, maybe maybe you you sneak out you have Portland at home um maybe in and, and I don't think they'll have dame by then
0: right so
1: so maybe you can maybe you can you know kind of sneak out of there with a win there too and now you're looking at at nine and 11 by the time uh rob reaches that 20 game number that he was looking for uh <laughs> and and hopefully you know you get LeBron back like that's like the reason the only reason the Lakers wouldn't have made a trade, right, is if they were sitting at like five and fifteen and the and the season was clearly over. But I think the Lakers have avoided that outcome here. And there's just no reason, I think, to just completely forego competing this this season. I, I just especially with the way that A D is playing. You don't get seasons like this very often. Um no. that, that it looks like that we might get here from from A D and, and you gotta take advantage.
0: Yeah, Anthony. I feel like Rob said that in passing, and you're like holding him accountable. Like I, 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 I feel like uh, the 20 games marker is going to pass. Uh, but no, I, I hope I hope you're right. But no, with the shooting, it's it's interesting because they've they've really like taken down the attempts. Um, you take away Russ's threes. He was what two for six. That means the rest of the team, what shot two for, uh, sixteen from three. 3 point attempts from the rest of the roster. Um, in a full game. That just tells you kind of, I think, what they've emphasized and they've really told them to, like, stop shooting unless you're wide open, which, you know, makes sense for a bad shooting team. But then your margin for error is zero, right, because you're not winning the three-point shooting game, which means you have to win the free throw battle, which they did, win the points in the paint, which they did. Um, But, yeah, when you lose it by this much of a margin, uh, the Suns, I think, took 34 threes, hit 47% of them, which, man, Mikkel Bridges hit, like, five of them, Anthony, that I think, like, were good defense. Like, I think Mm -hmm. he just hit step-back threes, and it's just when they can hit those. Devin Booker, I think, didn't even shoot that well. He went two for six, but, I th- you know, you forced Devin Booker into a 10-for-24 24 night, 24 shots to get 25 points. You did your job on Devin yeah. Booker, in my opinion. Like, that's – I thought the defense was pretty good. We forced them into long twos uh, for most of the night. Mikkel Bridges, again, took seven threes. I thought most of them were off-the-dribble um, shots. Uh, but, yeah, like, I think, you know, we played a pretty good game. But, yeah, when the margin for error with your shooting is so low – four for 22, two for 16 for everyone not named Russ. Uh, it's really tough. And you talked about Patrick Beverly passing up shots. He was 0 for 1 from three. I think he was open a bunch. Um, you know, so I'm hopeful, you know, LeBron comes back. Maybe, you know, he can create a, a little bit better looks on that front as well. Um, our guards aren't really, you know, those type of guards, our playmakers in that way. But, uh, yeah, like, I you know, I think we're, we're getting close. And, you know, you get AD playing at this level, LeBron playing at that level. And our shooting luck just goes up a little bit. We've been shooting like 37, 30. Thirty-six percent, eighteen percent is back to kind of how we started the season, but uh, I don't think we're at eighteen percent, like on four for or two for sixteen, really shooting. If you remove Russ, so I'm hoping, hoping that kind of goes up. You're not going to win much a game, very many games shooting like that.
1: Well, and, and the other the, the the part of it. The reluctance to shoot, like I, yeah. Again, it, you and I have talked a lot about this. I think at this stage of the season, it, mm-hmm. it, it's the the idea of like efficiency versus productivity, right? Right. If we were if we were just talking about you know cold hard tactics, yes, a team that is as bad at shooting as the Lakers are probably shouldn't shoot very many three pointers. That's that seems fairly rudimentary, right? Like that's, (laughs) that's a, that's the kind of thing that like captain obvious would say on those commercials. (laughs) Definitely. But, but like that said, when you're reluctant to shoot, it allows the defense to do so many different things. Like I know you're not, you're not a football guy. Um, I'm a Vikings fan and the, the Dallas Cowboys just absolutely boat raced my Vikings over the weekend. And what we started to see was, you know, because they had an offensive lineman go out, and because we started to see that like that I think Dallas started seeing well they they have to pass now so we're just going to send the blitz at them constantly over and over and over again and when you allow a defense to know something is coming and and know how to defend you it just it it you make that defense so much better and with defenses knowing as the game goes on oh yeah pat's not going to shoot that we can have we we can take an extra step into the paint to make sure that Russ and AD's uh, pick and roll is that much more cluttered, we know that Austin isn't going to shoot it. He's going to look. He's he's willing to get run off of the th- uh, three point line, so we can close out a little shorter to him too, and 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 defend him that way. And and the only the only guy who looks like he should be shooting and isn't reluctant to shoot looks like Lonnie Walker. And if he's your best shooter, then yeah, that that's you're you're really asking for you know, all of your other margins to go perfectly if, if that's the case. And, and, and I just don't think like, I, I agree with you. They aren't an 18% three point shooting team, but they're approaching the game as if they are. And that mm-hmm. makes it so much more easy for the, for the defense to defend.
0: Yeah, no, no, for sure. And there's a line there right now. I think, you know, I think to start the season, Darvin Ham was like, just let it fly. Right. And you know, a lot of the players kind of said that as well. Darvin Ham's like, if I have, Little bit of space just fired it up, and that changed. <laughs> that's obviously that's hilarious mean. to think about, right? He's like, Let it fly. <laughs> he did, he's like, Oh shit, never mind, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely something that happened. I'm a hundred sure, like, the this much of a drop is just like go look at our early shootings, Anthony. We were shooting like 43s a game, yeah, and we were like, What, eight for 40, you know what I mean? Like, those were yeah. the numbers, and he was like, Yeah, you know what, let's just like. <laughs> It's such
1: like a, it's just because Darwin is like ever the optimist, right? At like he's looking for like the plus side on any situation, and even he is like, "Oh my God, what the hell? Don't shoot that! Like, don't do it! Just take take the dribble in. That's incredible."
0: Yeah. So like, yeah, that's definitely, and I think it's it's helped our like margin for like, yeah, let's go in the paint, let's give Anthony Davis the ball, like, dub. But but yeah, like it's really changed our whole offense, I think, and we're more like pick and roll. Let's get to the rim. Even if, like, AD has two people on him, just throw the ball up, you know, let him go get it, like, let him go jump with, like, two guys. And I think it's changed our offensive flow. Um, but there's definitely, like, we're going to have to hit some open shots. Like, Troy Brown, he only took three, but I thought those three threes were, like, massive. All of, of them lap. felt big. Yeah, yeah, like, every single one was, like, you. we moved the ball, you know, like, the ball had good energy. It swung to him wide open. We're, like, on a nice run, and he missed. Um, he was 0 for 5. This was the worst Troy Brown game I think yeah. I've seen, um, which is going to happen. Like he's a minimum he's wing. Dying. He's a minimum wing. Yeah. I'm not going to expect too much, but even his bad games, I was like, it wasn't loud. Right. It's not like I wasn't noticing Floyd Brown every two minutes. Yeah. And Patrick Bradley like had 10 rebounds. I think he contributed there. Um, but yeah, just could not score minus 15, which was double, almost about double of any other, any other player. And he's yeah. really struggled. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, those are kind of where the team's building around and, they've kind of switched and darvin ham's like we're gonna run through anthony davis and we're like what is that gonna look like and i think this is kind of what pick and roll he's running like 10 pick and rolls like almost every other possession it's it's crazy the switch remember last year it'd be like just post up post up post up and we've really kind of gone away with that and i think that's to credit darvin ham i think ad's better in like a pick and roll kind of scheme i wish the guards looked for him just a little bit more i mean he goes 11 for 17, Anthony. I'd like him to be, like, 11 for 20, you know, or 23. Like, I'd like him to get a couple more shots up. But uh, I don't know how much – what else to ask from him. Um, and uh, this is kind of where the team's at. We've, we're, we've kind of leveled out. I think the rotation's going to level out when LeBron comes back. But you play the Spurs twice. Like, that's those are wins you have to get. And the West isn't kind of running away with it. And uh, we've, we've got AD back, like, to where he was. And LeBron's next to, to show uh, that he's back at that level too.
1: Yeah, I, I look the eleven of seventeen from from AD. Like he shot sixteen free throws, so it was oh, yeah, probably closer fair. to like mm-hmm. eleven of twenty five or something like that. But um, yeah, it's it's look all we've been asking for from AD. Like it, it's kind of like when you when you come off of a a game and and. You know your offense puts up 125 points, but you give up 127, and, and you're looking at LeBron like, man, you didn't make that extra rotation there. It's like, right. yeah, but he probably played a pretty big part in the 125 part <laughs> sure. uh, point. You know, so like AD, it's hard to ask anything more of him. No, I, I no. think it really, it really all just kind of comes down to like at some point somebody is going to have to be a willing shooter, like say yep. somebody who who should be right, Um Pat like was brought over and billed as one of the Lakers, but probably the best catch and shoot player that the Lakers have on their team. And right now he's catch and hesitate. Like if, if he's, if he's unwilling to shoot, then all right, get him off of there and find somebody who is willing to shoot. If Austin isn't willing to shoot um, somebody like uh, my favorite quote so far this season was, was Lonnie on my show saying that like, yeah, I passed up a shot and had Russ immediately in my Mm ear saying like, you got to take that. I pass you shoot. Right. We, we, we need more guys reminding the guys who need to shoot, whether it's Brown, whether it's Reeves, whether it's Walker, um, whether it's Pat, like those guys, those four guys are the Lakers best shooters. And yeah, that says a lot about this roster and the caliber of the roster and, and the mistakes that were made in the off season, but it is still what the Lakers have to work with right now. And and you're not going to get much better games than this from from AD. Um you certainly can't expect any better games than this from AD. So what it's going to take is somebody else stepping up to to
0: make it so to make life easier on AD. Yeah, definitely and obviously the offense offense didn't come through for him um but yeah, like I think you know AD's night tonight was more important than just this win. Again, just not a moral victory, but like I thought, you know, if again, if we won this game just cuz we just went lights out from three or something like I, I think AD kind of showing like he's he can dominate even really good teams that was the story uh that was the story to me and it's been the story this week obviously he didn't win the player of the week or whatever but you know I feel like he's been up there with the best player in the league the last you know few weeks and that's all we asked for I think you know the team has kind of seen that I think it's been a long enough sample size to where you know it's not just a little short stint anymore um he looks healthy and that Oh, Anthony, I think I lost a few years off of my life when that wrist thing happened. Um, I think uh, <laughs> I couldn't breathe. For, I couldn't breathe for a little while. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I had my breath held for a pretty long time, and then uh, well,
1: I was just confused because I saw the like they they showed the play, they showed the replay a bunch, and I'm like, what did he do? Like <laughs> what happened? Like I you know, usually you can identify, especially with a wrist, right? Like if you fall yeah. on it or you know, somebody hits it really hard, whatever. But he didn't even, like, fall on that wrist. He, like, he like banged his arm on Devin Booker. And, like, I mean, yeah, like, hitting something with that kind of resting bitch face was probably not good for anybody's body. But, like, that's – it's not – it didn't make any sense. And it, and it made me wonder, like – you know, was that the first time he ever got hit in the funny bone? Like, is that, (laughs) is that what we just saw there? Because yeah, I have never seen anybody react like that. He says, it's still kind of numb. He's not worried about it, but he says it's still kind of numb. And look, I've, I've, I've hit my funny bone. Like I remember I was playing football in in the front yard and ran into like a trash can while I was going for a catch. And I hit that, he hit the top of the trash can and, um, it was really crazy. I was playing football with Patrick Beverly, hit the trash can, and, oh man, and and like my whole arm just went numb and was numb for like two hours. So like those nerves, you never quite know how how the body's going to react to that. But yeah, that was that was such a weird play because I didn't, you couldn't identify any one place that he could. He, he clearly got hurt. Um, so just you know, hopefully he just you know he has a couple days here to to, to rest and recuperate and. And he was still shooting fine even with it, so so I I'm, I'm not particularly worried moving forward.
0: Yeah, the worst thing I think, especially this some for some reason, it always happens on like a TNT broadcast. I feel like like these type of injuries, I'm not sure why, but it, like Reggie Miller, always like he's still holding that hand. I'm like Reggie, please, like I just <laughs> let, 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 me, let, let me just you know watch him play. Like he's still on the floor, he's fine, And Reggie. Like every single time, like he's still holding the hand. I'm like, Yeah, yeah like it's fine. It's fine. Well, it's,
1: Again, like it feels weird when you hit your funny bone. Like you are gonna flex your hand until you regain. So it's like, like I never looked over at AD and saw him like wincing in pain. It was more just like, come on, hand, wake up, let's go. Like, and Reggie's acting like his hand has fallen off. (laughs) Like, can you believe what we're witnessing? It's like Reggie, like Reggie, chill, shit. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was very uh, it was very scary to me, but I was, I was glad he stayed on the floor. Um, the last note I had actually, Anthony, did, did you? Uh, I'm not sure if you got to hear this part of the broadcast, but I think uh, the announcer I forgot who it was, was it, Marv Albert, who did the, who did the games no, game? No, well, oh, not Marv. No, I sorry, think uh, he he
1: retired. He retired. Um,
0: not not Marv. Though.
1: yeah, but name. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But he, they were bringing up he's like, oh, I have a stat for you, and you know he was building up the analytics kind of conversation. Then he brought up true shooting percentage and I thought that was just hilarious. He, he 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 brought up true shooting percentage like it was this alien, you know, like he was like he's like, Reggie, I hope you're ready. I know you hate analytics. I'm about to bring you just this crazy analytics and he's like Austin Reeves, true shooting percentage. And I was like oh.
1: <laughs> I thought that was just a hilarious Reggie thing. Miller's <laughs> hand goes numb just thinking about analytics. Like he's just like, I can't do this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm annoyed at my, uh, Kevin Harlan. Was it was Kevin it Harlan? Harlan? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> I love that dude. He's so good at it. I kind of think he was milking that because he knows that Reggie hates <laughs> the analytics. So he was like, I, I, I was, yeah, I heard it too. And I was anticipating him saying like P E R, you know, <laughs> like plus yeah. minus, like you, know, these analytics are, they're getting kind of crazy. Austin Reeves has the highest plus minus on the Lakers
0: and Reggie just like falls out of his chair. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to bring up warp or something and he brought up like true shooting percentage which is like <laughs> which is so surface level by now that like yeah. it's, it's hilarious. Um He's like, "Yeah,
1: man, these analytics are going nuts. It, it looks like Russell Westbrook has
0: four assists. Can you believe it?" What? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad we can you know laugh after a loss. I mean, I think this is the best I've I felt about the team. There's a direction going. There's an identity built. Um, and you know we're I think it's been fun, and I hopefully you know LeBron comes back Friday to a team that's you know still healthy. And uh you know, I was missing Max Christie tonight, Anthony, which I don't know what that says about you know the other players. A lot, playing. a lot. It says a lot, Raj. <laughs> it says it says quite a bit. I saw Kendrick Dunn out there. I was like, man, is. Is Max Christie still in health and safety? Like, what's what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, That's honestly,
1: it, was, it felt like the kind of game that Matt Ryan should have gotten should have gotten some minutes. Like, they, they really yeah. like they desperately needed somebody to, to step in and and just shoot. Like, it not just make. Obviously, ideally, whoever would shoot would make a, a couple shots. But but just get get somebody out there that the defense has to care about when they're open at the three point line. <laughs>
0: Do you think Darvin Ham saw Matt or like told Matt like yeah you have a green light and he's like oh not that green like he saw <laughs> Matt right and start to play and he's like oh you really bought that huh
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt like Matt we're gonna find out Matt has like green eyes and and Matt like <laughs> Darvin Ham was telling him like hey man your eyes look super green in this light and he's like oh I gotta shoot time time to let it fly baby
0: my time to shine. I love it. He he understands. He he knows what he does. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. Make, he doesn't try to dribble. Doesn't try to do anything that you know he's not. And uh, I guess last thing that's like when I watch Dennis Schroeder play and This is not Dennis Schroeder. Like Dennis Schroeder is acting like he's Rajon Rondo. Like he's walking up the court. He's like taking. I'm like we played a four guard lineup that played slow. I just I yeah. don't I, I didn't get that at all. So hopefully I think hopefully he finds himself um, and. Because I think Dennis Schroeder is an NBA player. Like, you mentioned Matt Ryan there. He's on the fringe. I think Dennis Schroeder, like, is a player that should be in the league. We'll, we'll see if that's on our team. But, like, I, I think Dennis Schroeder is an NBA player. So, hopefully well, he can kind
1: of – I mean, Boston's season immediately turned around when he was no longer in Boston.
0: Yeah. Did that but I, no, Yeah, I think those are, like, other – Like, I know he gets blamed for that, and I, I totally get that. But I think that kind of changed, number one. Marcus Smart was given like, you know, no, the point I know guard, Derek the White DD. showed
1: up and like he, he really did help, but no, but like, look, I, I know people have high hopes for, for Dennis Schroeder, but he was essentially out of the league for, for like, until like a month ago, you, yeah. don't, get, you don't get signed that deep into the off season. And like, I, I had some people saying like, Oh, he was focused on FIBA. It's like, yeah, that's the kind of thing an agent says when his guy isn't getting signed. <laughs> you know what? I am currently focused on FIBA. Like I, that's why I'm not in the pros, Raj. I'm focused on FIBA basketball. So uh, <laughs> um, no, he, he's going to have to be like whoever it is. Like if. It, because the Lakers do need another ball handling guard to to step up, right? Whether it's none, yeah. What, especially if they ever do trade Russell Westbrook, they're going to need one of none, um, one of uh, him or Schroeder or Pat to really kind of step up. Because right now they have two guards who I'm comfortable with on the court, right? Between Reeves yeah. and Walker, and they need a third. They 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 really really need a third guy, especially for, for if, and when Russ gets moved.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, it's funny. And I'll just last night, I think Dennis reminds me a lot of like, I remember last year we were like, we were putting Russ off the ball and putting him in corners and we're like, yeah, Russ, like, you know, just sit and wait there for the ball to come to you. And that's like not Russell Westbrook. And I feel like I'm watching Dennis shooter who we saw for a year in on the Lakers. It was a different coaching staff. I get that. But like, this is just not him. Like he's waiting for the ball to come to him taking catch-and-shoot threes that take 15 seconds long. Like, there's just, like, there's – it's not him. So I'm hoping, like, we find a role where, like, he gets to be himself. And maybe that's not a role on this team, but I just, like, what we have him in, that's not him. Like, he's picking up full court. I think he's playing good defense. But, like, his offense, like, he just looks, like, neutered to a player that's – that's not Dennis Shooter's game. He he lives off of, like, that confidence, that swagger as well to a lesser degree than Russ does, but, like, to that level. And I think we haven't seen that yet.
1: Um he he needs he needs to play the role that Russ is in right now you know yeah. like it, it, essentially he just needs to be given the keys to the second unit when they start really running have him play next to Wenyan right i think he can have a lot of the same success that Wenyan and Russ had earlier on this year um yeah. you know get get Reeves in those lineups get get uh when JTA comes back and and you let those guys get out in transition i think that's where where Schroeder might find the most success that he's gonna find on this team. But yeah, that they, they need they need one more guard to to look like they belong on an NBA court. Right now they have two. Well yeah, three. Yeah, R- yeah. Russ is R- russ is the third. So they yeah. have they have three.
0: Yeah, he it looks like he's trying not to step on toes, which again just not not his game. Um this was fun. You know, again I don't know how much we got into Thomas Bryan who I think played well as well. I like that Thomas Bryan Winion lineup and I'm hoping they can go and sweep this uh san antonio series um
1: that's all i had
0: anthony do you have anything else to close uh from from this one
1: no no just uh if you guys enjoyed this conversation make sure you guys check out all the rest of the stuff on on the pod feed we've had uh we had domin on there we had lonnie walker on last week we had meta the week before that so some some fun shows some fun episodes some fun conversations
0: yep uh thanks everyone for listening thank you anthony for uh coming up and uh we'll be with you um I don't think we'll be we'll be doing one after the Friday game, but uh, nope. the next one, uh, the next <laughs> next next game after that. And uh, thanks for everyone for listening. This has been the Lakers uh, post game show. Then by service screen and roll.